0: Hey guys welcome to another episode of mindfulness with vatanshu first of all before beginning this episode i would like to thank all of you from the bottom of my heart for giving the amount of love and you know the, the the amazing response that you guys have given to my last episode which was uh the first edition of monday morning mindfulness and jumping into today's episode we have an amazing guest amongst us whose name is miss aditi dahiya and she has been making some really powerful some really positive content out there on both instagram and uh you know youtube and i wanted to ask her a lot of questions about mindfulness productivity and you know just that normal mindset on a daily life And it was just such an amazing conversation. So before, you know, I go on speaking a lot about it over here, let's jump right into the conversation. Hey guys, today we have among us this amazing powerhouse of talent who has been sharing content related to lifestyle, business and so many more things. And, you know, she really caught my attention a few uh, months back where, you know, I found such insightful content that she was producing over on Instagram and now she's also moved to YouTube. And, you know, I just absolutely enjoy watching her content. The name is Miss Aditi Daya and she's doing some amazing work in her life. If, you know she's putting out content for us to watch and get inspired and today i've called it a point to inspire all of the listeners who present uh thank you ma'am for accepting this invitation to be on the show and we're really glad to have you here
1: thank you so much for such a beautiful introduction that was so nice to hear i was like oh wow <laughs> oh so thank you so much yeah. thank you so much for having
0: me <laughs> so uh Uh, apart from everything that we'll discuss, okay, the first thing that comes to my mind is how did you get into this, you know, entire making content, like, we know, a lot of content creators and they have their own journeys into, you know, getting into content creation or just in general, you know, like thinking about, okay, I'll create lifestyle content or, okay, I'll create business content. I'll have my own setup. I'll have, I'll do this. I'll do that. So what's your journey been like throughout the years?
1: Okay. Ah, my journey. (laughs) Uh, I uh, personally think I got into the content creation space pretty late. Like it was not a very early onset thing. Like I I was never the social media person, okay, like ever. So when I I don't know if you know about this, like there was Orkut at a time, Uh and there was Facebook that came and to all of these platforms, I was always the last one to join so like in the beginning when when I was like studying in college I've done psychology like my bachelor's in psychology and then I switched to sort of doing journalism so by the time that I was doing psychology I had no intention of ever creating content and this is this is way back in 2013 okay and then in 2011-12 is when I came across YouTube as a platform And I started, and at that time, I don't think there were Indian creators on there. Mm There was all mostly Western creators. And there was this huge, you know, chunk of content and people Mm -hmm. do all of these different things. And that was super inspiring. And um, I have always been a creative person in the sense that I paint and I write and I do all of those things. So Mm -hmm. that like YouTube as a sphere instantly got my attention. And then I started reading up on it. And it was like, okay, you know, this seems like something that people actually do you know
2: mm. as, as,
1: as a career yeah. and by that time I had reached my third year of psychology and uh, my brother had started going to college he's two years younger to me oh. and he took up journalism first and I saw his course curriculum and I was like oh my god so not journalism mass communication and mass communication the course structure is very interesting okay so they teach you everything from filmmaking to advertising to mm. you know the nuances of journalism and I was like, Oh my God, this is what, what I want to do. You know, I want to do mass communication and that's how this whole journey started. Then of course, for the next few years, 'y six, <laughs> I, I did my master's in journalism. Then I ended up working in journalism for three years. Then I switched to digital content. I was working full-time, you know, in the digital content space, writing and strategizing all of those things simultaneously is when I started doing Instagram and like creating content also. And uh, yeah, so for a while there, I was doing both my job and Instagram, like, you know, sporadically, not very regular things like that. Um, but yeah, then in 2019 is when I, I knew for sure that I wanted to, you know, go down this, like have something of my own and not just be, you know, working in a job.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's why I quit like cold turkey. I quit my job. I started during a, a something, which of course I shut down quite, quite quickly and uh, then there was focus on content and the Nutty Kitchen and ever since like this has been the journey now this year I think this year right this year is when I start focusing on
0: YouTube as well that's great that's great so you know that cascade of things how you know things just fall into place I remember uh okay funny funny thing I remember when I was starting out you know uh, just thinking about what I'll do in my career I'm a dad you know ask me this question what do you do uh, want to do ahead and I I was pretty good at maths at that point of time. It was like really good. At, apart from the normal uh, yeah. you know, conception that maths is very, I love maths. And uh, you know, I was like, I, I want to get into commerce. But then again, you know, uh, there were some things which uh, I just had to leave because I was equally good at you know the science subjects as well. And you we were like, no, oh, you know, you kind of need for this. And then that's that's typically what happens at a household. And somehow or the other I was just convinced to take up science. After that, you know, when when the colleges application started coming in, I was like, I want to do mass communication. This this is this is something that I think is my calling. And that's the funny part of it. I wanted to do it. I went through the curriculum and I was like, Yadhi <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened with me also. <laughs> I started looking up colleges. I applied for some. I was almost selected in a few universities. But then again, you know, medicine happened and you know everything like just fell into this. One place, you know, there, there's this unsaid respect that comes with medicine, and people like people around me are like, okay, try this. If you can't do this, then we'll see if that's that. Was all that became from my option A to my option Z, I guess. So, there was, uh. there was nothing <laughs> so basically that, that's how you know things just start falling into place. And when you look back at time and you're thinking, oh, I, I'm, I've come so far, and you know, the journey is just like it fits like puzzle. That's
1: I that that. Yeah. Ends up, yeah. When you and you can only realize that looking back, you can't make that out looking forward, you know. It's like true. a yes. chap like, oh yeah, you know, I was meant to do
2: this kind of a thing. But ah. when you're in the thick things, everything is and confusion. <laughs> <Really, really. laughs>
0: so uh, what I think is ki, that this uh, because you make a lot of productivity videos, right? This came to my yeah. mind. Ki, while you were also you know, going through that entire phase, ki, ha, now I've done this, now I want to switch careers. I want to do this or uh, you know, now I suddenly want to have the urge of making uh, you know YouTube videos more regularly or I want to go into content creation as a regular creator. How do you think that your productivity you know, has become now when you actually share content uh, about productivity and have, like did you face the problems which Normally people face ki aha tea with make banana to hai. But you know, there's this feeling. I posted today about this feeling called languishing, right? This is this is the this is called the feeling of 2021 that we feel like bleh. Hana, mitlab, we we yeah. just we we just cannot make sure. We, we, just, we have energy, we have the intention, but then again, we're not productive. So did this happen to you and you know, what were your like you can give me like three ways how you came out of it, but yeah, it's, it's all upon you.
1: <laughs> okay, so uh, I think I still face that. It's not something that goes away, to be very honest. I think mm-hmm. that's a, it's a constant uh, tussle or a struggle. I don't want to call it a struggle, but it's, it's there, you know, mm-hmm. because uh, I think uh, biologically we are programmed to want to do the least amount of effort in anything, you know, like We want to be at rest all the time and enjoy life and, you know, (laughs) do the easy stuff. So I think uh, that feeling never sort of goes away. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, so I'll answer this in two parts. Okay. So first is the productivity now as compared to when I was, let's say, in a job. Did you ask that? Like, was that your intent of asking
0: also? The entire process of shifting and shifting, how was the productivity like, you know, so
1: I've been a decently productive like I'm not the most productive person on the planet I'm not going to say that (laughs) it's just uh, but I have always been decently driven towards something that I want to achieve so even when Mm -hmm. I was in the job for example uh, if I have to get something done I have to get something done that was Mm -hmm. usually the mindset but at that time uh, uh, it came from a place where because, you know, my team leader, for example, or my boss has told me to do something or this is what is expected of my job role is why I'm doing something. Mm-hmm. So when I made that switch to doing something of my own, that is when I faced a lot of this struggle where you suddenly have to decide everything for yourself. You know, you have to figure out, mujhe hi karna hai. I only have to take the initiative. I only have to tell myself, you know, this is what is going to happen. So um, that switch... In the middle, I think in 2020, in the beginning was when I was very like this blah feeling was <laughs> yeah. very apparent for me, mm-hmm. and there were there were there was I think two months in between in 2020, 2021 is children. Like, so it's such a blur. This entire time, time, time period. <laughs> one year
0: has just crossed us, and we did not even understand.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So the beginning of 2020 is when. Uh, I had this entire phase where I was like, I don't know what I do want to do with my life. And despite knowing what I was actually doing, it was just like this, this, these two months where I was not really not doing anything like online content wise, or like even very productive in my business sphere. Hmm. And that's when I started, um, like, you know, getting back on track with the help of books, uh, watching or listening to, you know, podcasts and not just in the self-help space, but just things that, you know, make you feel uh, uh, nice, you know, in your mm-hmm. head, it's, it's something that gets you out of the rut. Mm-hmm. So I tried a couple of different things. I did this whole, I got into this self-portrait photography thing and I did this whole series of self-portraits that mm-hmm. kind of jolted me out of the, you know, like that
2: mm-hmm. left
1: space. And then like, I think it built up from there and then Like once you start looking for inspiration, you also start finding it in in different, different places and the people around you and, you know, the people that you speak with and the content that you consume and things like that. So from there is when it started picking up and, you know, I I got into the space where I was able to figure out what I wanted to, like the direction that I wanted to go in and then Mm. stick to it and create like a routine for myself and, you know, stick to that routine and follow through and things like that.
0: That's true. One thing, one thing that I really liked about the entire thing you said was, uh, you know, when we stick around with people who have like this, have like a similar intellect, similar purpose, then you know, I'm I'm taking this just out of it, Kymal. You said that, okay, when you look for inspiration, you get inspiration. So that's one thing. But then again, when you're looking for inspiration, what I believe is that we're in a sphere where we want to grow, and where we want to grow becomes, you know. It, it becomes like a level up from where we were. And, you know, just like a game, right? When you play a game, you're at level one. So you're with level one players. And then when you go to level two, you you come in with the le- you know next league players. And that's how, you know, life also works. Like when you are looking for inspiration, you go from level zero to level one. That is, you choose action over, you know, yeah. lying down. And as, as soon as you choose action, you're along with the league of people who have also chosen action. Then you go on for, you know, it, it's just leveling up once uh, at a time so that's 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 yeah. really, that's really a good point you know the, the, the kind of people or the quality of people that you surround yourself with plays a huge role in what you become
1: and one thing i wanted to add here so like that yeah. made like made me realize that you know like people is not necessarily the physical like because hmm. during the entire last year and even this year like our interaction with actual humans on like physically yeah. has been very um, major, right so a lot of like the people that you surround yourself with is not just physically people, but like the ideas that those people have. So which is where mm-hmm. I think a lot of you know beautiful books and content creators in this mm-hmm. space or anybody who has like a similar bandwidth or who, who is on again, like what, what you said, who mm-hmm. has chosen to take action, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: like being surrounded by those ideas in itself is also cool.
0: you know, I cool. think very, very yeah. helpful. I I agree to it, like 100%. Like, I've seen that happen. I was, uh, uh, I'll be honest over here. So what happened was last year when, uh, you know, the pandemic hit and, you know, everything was closed down. Now, I'm a person who's like always being very hyperactive. You know, I, I I like doing stuff. So back at my college, I used to you know organize events, do this, do that, always keep myself busy with something. And you know, as soon as the pandemic hit, I was locked inside my home. I was like, okay, vacation. <laughs> so pele do my vacation many carrier. But then you know, suddenly everything started feeling very, you know, piling on inside and uh both I want to do something, I want to go out, but then again, responsible citizen cannot should not <laughs> more appropriate. Uh-huh. So sure. <laughs> uh, I started working out, working, you know, from my home, like almost everyone started doing and I, I did so much that I actually burnt out by like the end of November. And then almost for the next three months I could do literally nothing. Yeah. And then Suddenly, you know, uh, this this shift came wherein you know some new people were introduced to me through these online platforms, as you said. कि online. Mostly this has become our coffee place. This has become our you know everything. So, <laughs> I started so, meeting people through you know like Clubhouse is there right now, and there were other apps as well. And I, I started meeting good, great people with similar ideologies, and that started pushing me, you know, up, above that you uh, know, state of being like burnt out, like, you know, not feeling like I'm energetic to do like work because unless say guilt be right. Now, I want you to comment on this uh, part. Ki, you know, I've met a lot of people like me now, at this point that when we don't do work, right? When we don't work or when we are not doing something, we feel that guilt within us. Ki, fuck, we should be working, right? But then we're not. But why aren't we? <laughs> we should be. But then again, it's it's not even languishing, it's just a general feeling. Okay, Hamesha say not just because of COVID. I've met a lot of people before. I'm I'm meeting a lot of people right now who say the same thing. We are like all fucked up inside our head. व, why can't we like work? Or we should work, people are getting ahead of us now. That's a you know wrong way of thinking. People are getting ahead of us. But then then again, we're feeling like we're just humans, it's, it's only human to her so. Yeah, I, I, I just want you to you know say something on that. Like, what's your opinion on that?
1: So, oh, uh, I am also one of these people only.
0: <laughs> one of <these> <laughs> you,
1: okay. uh, and I'm really really working
2: on it right now because uh, so one negative aspect of
1: the online, you know, the culture and online, especially people who are more in the work sphere, in the business sphere, or like anybody who's who's into the success motivational sphere, there's a lot of this being promoted and pushed out, you know, that if you're not constantly working mm. or if you're not constantly in this zone where you're working, uh, you're not doing it right. Mm. And uh, honestly, that is one, wh- what I believe is one of the reasons that also leads to massive burnout. I have I have been in this sphere when I burned out. Like like I said, you know, 2020, beginning of 2020, mm. when I shut my food store that I had opened. Because I was not able to handle shit, man. It was mm-hmm. uh, just, everything was tha, like And mm-hmm. it took me a while to even realize that this was burnout. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think we, the, as, as, a, as people in this space, I think talking about it is something that really helps, you know. And teaching ourselves how to be at peace with doing nothing. Because, you know, why is that bad? Is, is my question now because wh- why is it? because sometimes you do need that space you know you, you mm-hmm. need to be in a space where you can do nothing and be absolutely comfortable with yourself so okay. and it, it takes a hell of a lot of practice oh god you know constantly like in between I started having these things because a lot of my work is on my laptop and my phone mm-hmm. I'm suddenly realizing you know why am I not working on something right now and then I used to stop myself and I'm like You know, Mm. woman, relax, chill, chill out. So, diverting my attention at that time, maybe, you know, picking up a book or just going for a walk or things like that to train my brain into getting into the sphere of not having to do something constantly because Mm. I think it can become like, it is already a huge problem, but if it's not addressed, I think it can turn into something even bigger and massive. And mental health-wise, it can be really, really detrimental for
0: people,
1: to be very honest.
0: I, I recall this one uh, thing that one, in one of my episodes, one of my guests mentioned that you know, the biggest problem of the world, like since the beginning of time, has been that, "bāt nahi suni gayi or bāt nahi kahi So, you know, that's that's what I feel ki is, stands true over here as well. Ki, you know, if and also realizing the fact that uh, we can only realizing, uh, we can only realize what's going on with us or within us. When we take like a few moments, sit down and you know, think and analyze But there's this very good thing that helps. And you know, a lot of people actually have said that it works pretty fine. Ke, instead of typing down on your phone, take a paper and a pen. It always helps to write something. I don't know. It's like an age-old method, but then people have just given up on, you know, writing their feelings.
2: Yeah.
0: Technology. That's, that's the bad side effect of it. But then, you know, if, if you just journal whatever you're feeling, sometimes it's just very simple. It's a very streamlined solution to what you're going through. But then, that's, that's what I was thinking today morning that our subconscious mind makes us fuck up things which, should not be like uh it's it's we have easy solutions for them but it just overthinks stuff tells us what we fear the most and makes us more vulnerable and at the end we start you know making bad decisions and then we regret right so, so this yeah. is where I sometimes feel if we you know start writing it down
1: cutting the the complexities out and just hmm. making everything i think that that's also what i've realized that um, I want to go like in the direction I want to go in with my content. But that's a different story. But I was also thinking, you know, with journaling, for example, a lot of people, so I made this reel on journaling and suddenly everybody's like, how do mm-hmm. Which made me realize, you know, this is a problem, you know, that mm-hmm. people are just wanting to get, find out a way to deal with overthinking. And honestly, mm-hmm. I wish it was as simple as just journaling. For some people, it really, really does work. <laughs> you know, but, uh, but I think a lot of, for a lot of people, it's, it's, it takes time to realize also how to go about these things and which is where I think therapy and, uh, you know, mental health professionals come in and mm. they, they help you get into practices which will eventually help you on this path of self-awareness and self-discovery and learning and all those things. Mm. So that, that,
2: it's, that, it's all
1: very yeah. like
0: individualistic, I would say. Hmm. I agree to this one point everything takes time. Like when we preach, that's that's what I feel a lot of creators outside, you know, they preach stuff which is not easy. It's just easy to preach. Right. A lot of people out there on the internet are telling, okay, you know, self-love. Okay, what you what you should have is self-love. But the fact is that <laughs> to, even to love someone else, to fall in love with someone else, it takes time. Yeah. Falling in love with yeah. yourself, you know, if, I, I I used to think this that if I were to date someone who's like an exact replica of me, that would be horrifying. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fall in love with that person. It's it's like self-love will be that only, like a person exactly uh, like Yeah. The, you know, oh my god, this
1: is such a good analogy, man. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm going to note this down for some some idea sometime. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh nice,
0: nice, nice. Basically, you know, self-love is a very, you know, long process. It's not a very short...
1: arbitrary also, yeah definition It's the case with almost everything that is mind-related, I feel. Yeah, because everyone's journey, everyone's experience, the way they've grown up, the way they've been brought up, how they, like their genetic code also determines so many things. You can't, it can't just be a one-size-fits-all theory. So that is one dilemma I face with my content. Like when I'm thinking of ideas or when I'm creating is... I have to constantly, you know, think of topics that even if it's like, you know, relatable for a lot of people, it's not something that is completely like, mm-hmm. ye kar loga, <laughs> like I don't want to be that person who preaches yeah. this, because that's not true. Like, it doesn't stand true. So, yeah, like, that's a fine line between,
0: Actually, being, you know, can topple over anytime, I think. Haan, matlab, hai ki, if you preach something, then, I mean, in hindsight, mein ye bhi, you know, should be there in your mind that, Okay, it's reaching to an audience, it should actually do benefit to them. As as I said before, you know, I saw you working out, uh, you know, taking up this challenge, and then I was motivated to work out. Huh? And I, I also took that challenge and I'm I'm almost halfway there. And Mikoya sa you know, that should be the impact on people. And you know, that, that should be what people should look out for ki instead of telling them hard fought solution. Like I love your content because of two things, okay. I'll be very honest over here. One is that you give a step-by-step process. You do not do everything at one point of time. Okay, that's, that's just not how it happens. Like you do something today, you step up tomorrow morning and do something tomorrow. And that's how you know, build that habit and you know, start maybe you know looking a little bit more positive. Like, I always used to be that Chandler type of guy. However fucked up I am from inside, I keep it inside. Right. I, what I portray outside is just you know bullshit hey. jokes and everything. I, I'll just make people laugh and then create an atmosphere where calm comes doesn't Because if there's a calm it will just bring it, bring out my insecurities. And then. slowly and steadily, I've become this one person who wants to cater a little more when you know productive conversations are going on. I take that time out. I take that you know efforts to make people understand how things are, you know, going on and. It will take process. Like, everything will take process. Quick money, quick satisfaction, quick gratitude. Nothing is quick. Everything takes Wait, time.
2: nothing is quick.
0: Oh, God, Yeah, yes. absolutely. <laughs> nothing is quick. So everything that's good should, will take time. Like, everything, it, it's just people are so, you know, into this. Uh, I'll, I'll be very honest. There's this one culture that's come up, that we to make Hannah, we want to earn like 20, 30k in a month. We just want to start off like that. No one wants to start off with like an unpaid internship. Everyone wants to start off with that. You know, that's what, that's where I tell people, if it's a quality place with quality people and quality connections, the worth is way more than you know working for some like bullshit startup which will anyway close in three years and when you go to the recruiter, they won't even <laughs> remember his <laughs> name. So instead of looking at the short term, like 10k or 5k, look at the long term connections that you can build with people. That's not only on the financial side of the career side, but like in your entire way of networking or mode of networking, like uh, even if I want to network with someone like you, I don't want this to be like just one session and then over. I try to keep connected to these people for the long term. These are the people who motivate me to do more on a daily basis. Right. So. Everything takes time. Even I'll reach some place. And at that point of time, a lot of people will be again above me. So this is also something that uh, someone very close to me shared. He, you know, I, I was very fucked up at that point of time. He, I, I, it just used to feel like a race where I'm lagging behind Right. I was like, there are so many people who are better than me. How can I do this? And I'm like, still there are people who are way better than me. He's like, even if you're the best, there is still someone better than you right for every mistake that you make if we if you look at uh, you know football ronaldo is considered to be the best in some places messi is considered to be the best in some places pelé is considered to be the best in some places so it's it's always a race it's, it's 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 not even like we're not even looking to win over here it's just you have to get to the point where you gain that grat- you know satisfaction out of what you have done or gratification out of you know whatever you've achieved and that's the goal. It's not about winning some race or coming first or second. Even if you're tenth and you're happy, that's cool. Because at the end yeah. of the day, all you want is happiness. And that's that's where, you know, that's that's something that hits me out every time, you know, I think about doing something and I'm like lagging behind for us. So that 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 that's where it comes in. it's a long run. You know, be ready for a marathon rather than you know walk, you know just running a sprint or something. So yeah.
1: yeah
0: that, that that actually makes but- it
1: on your happiness point, no. I think mm. I don't like. I think happiness as a concept overall is slightly overrated. I think
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, because it's it's not. We're not always looking for happiness, you know. And because like you know, everything has an equal and opposite reaction, right? So mm. if we are constantly looking for happiness, then you also have to be prepared for a
2: yeah. backtrack. Yeah. You know, yeah. will
1: also be satisfied. So I think um, satisfaction and. Uh, like satisfaction is a much better mm-hmm. quality to strive for rather than just focusing on being. Nobody wants to. Be. I don't. I don't know if people want to be because we have a range of emotions. We want to experience that range of emotions as beings, mm-hmm. also, right? Because if we are constantly happy, you then that become you become numb. You know
0: you <laughs> yeah. if
1: you're constantly only happy, then it's it's just one. Is this one
0: pole, to hi pole
1: It so? right? Haan. So unless you're sad, you don't know what the value of happiness is, right? So I True. think striving for internal satisfaction uh, hmm. is, is like a much better. Like if you have to strive for something, I think that's True. a much better quality to strive for rather than just fixating on happiness as a concept.
0: I mean. There's <laughs> yeah. so this very funny thing that happened was key? Uh, I used to talk to this about, uh, with my best friend a few years ago and it just hits me every time, you know, I I look back. Uh, I Whenever I'm actually having a happy moment, that one thing that she said always spoils it for me. So <laughs> what happens is that, uh, you know, we, uh, when, whenever something good happened to either of us, you know, there would be some major fuck-up after that. And, you know, she told me this one thing, that jab you're in life, there's a lot of just be aware, Okay. <laughs> Be aware of your surroundings. And you know, this thing that you said, ki, an excess of something cannot be good, and you need both of that. And that's where I realized that actually, you know, ye cheez, now now I figure out that this is not <laughs> Because Previously, I used to think this is just a jinx. I should not have happy moments. <laughs> then something will grow. But actually, back to back this is one thing that I tell to a lot of my friends. You know, my friends say I'm going through a hard time or something. And I tell them this one thing. Uh, This this might sound something very sad or something very, you know, I don't know, like dark to some people, but then no, what okay. I say is when you write your own autobiography, right. When you're at your day, when you're reading your own autobiography, what do you want it to be like? You want it to be an interesting story full of ups and downs and, you know, you've you broken a rib and then you stood up and then you worked hard and you achieved something. You want it to be something like that or just like, Oh, I lived,
1: <laughs> you know, you know, it's, it's funny that right now, uh, Okay, there are two two things I want to say here. One is, have you heard of that Akbar Birbal story? So, Akbar asks Birbal, tell mm-hmm. me something, Do you know what Birbal said? I,
0: I I I can take a guess. I think that he said, "Ki jab aap khush hoge toh, you know, uh, no, the sad saheem. times will also follow, "And when you are sad, then happy times will. also
1: he said that this time will
0: Oh, like oh, oh. time
1: will pass. That,
0: that that's why yeah. that's why he was so wise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so which which is and this is a quote I think I heard back back when I was in school. Somebody like my nani was telling the story mm-hmm. or something, and it's it's stuck with me ever since. You know, it's one of those like you know you have these chotto chotto defining moments sometimes yeah. in your life, and I think it was one of them for me because it's it's always been something that you know is there mm-hmm. there. So um, recently, I was listening to, I can't even remember what podcast was we were talking like these three, four guys were talking about, you know, usually this uh, Mm n thing that a lot of young people have, you know, that you want your life to be full of interesting stories Mm -hmm. and things like that. You seek out those uh, stories and everything. Mm -hmm. And these were, these are guys who are like 30, 35 year olds now. Mm -hmm. Okay. And they were like, you know, when we were twenty one and twenty two and twenty five, that is how we used to think. But it's funny how things change. Because mm. now that I'm twenty one, and you know, or like this other guy, was thirty five. it's like, I uh, I want stability more than anything. I don't want an interesting autobiography. I mm. want to have like a predictable routine, and I want to have things mm. things like just balanced
2: mm.
1: in, in what they are. Not not too many great ups, or not too many great lows. I like just contentment is what I want and mm-hmm. I was like yeah you know that also kind of makes sense um, we sometimes I think chase excitement or chase like this, this constant need for yeah. being wanting interesting but eventually if you look at older people or people who, who reach a certain age I think after that they want to be chill with life mm-hmm. you know, they want to be <laughs> just
0: uh,
1: yeah like, like boring is good kind <laughs> of <situation.
0: laughs> So, yes. there, there's this one thing ki, uh, what I feel is there's there's an imposter within like all of us Indians basically because of the movies that we've grown around, right. Oh, and uh, cool. uh, you know yeah, actually, over boy so, <laughs> <laughs> that, I think ki, that's where all this you know having a thrill at a young age and you know being adventurous and all of these different things come from. And people don't necessarily look into themselves, and thinking am I just inspired from that? And that's the that's where the imposter comes in. Hai ki, uh, might be that I just saw Rambir Kapoor going to Manali and you know doing all of the fuss over there and then going around the world. Do I want it? Like that character yeah. wanted it, but do I want it? No one you know takes that, and that's where I feel that mindfulness is very necessary, self-awareness is very necessary. Uh, even I've seen you, you know, so I've seen some of your videos, but Basically, you know, pre, like meditating and journaling means you know, trying to put through all the things inside yeah. of yourself so that you can be a little more self aware and mindful about what you're doing and where you want to go and you know what are you doing wrong at this point of etc. etc.
1: So, while you're doing something in the first place, I think we don't ask ourselves enough that in the first <laughs> place. True, why? Why? I think a lot of the time. You don't ask this also because you're afraid of the answer something as simple as you know wanting to appear superficial so let's say if today somebody asked me why are you doing like going on youtube and starting youtube yeah. videos because i want to make money god damn it like three years <laughs> from now if that youtube channel blows up it's making money yeah, yeah. so my aim with this because i want to get into a space where i'm not constantly working initially yeah. putting in the hard work for two years three years gives gets me to that position then yeah. yeah well enough but there's this whole concept like in the content theater circle also. If you ask somebody at Q carryo, you know, this is my passion. That is I'm doing it.
0: Passion That
1: <laughs> yeah, they don't know the answer to. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, Kamana That that's the final
0: <laughs> but, goal anyway. So
1: <laughs> Yeah, that's the final goal, anyways. But um, a lot of us fear it for ourselves also. Like if we say this, we'll appear too vain for, perhaps, mm-hmm. you know, or people will think less of us that we want to make money and or we want to be famous, or that's not something good to aspire to. And we are afraid of the answer, is which is why we lack, we hold ourselves back from wanting to be Absolutely. self-aware. Like this is just one instance, but in most cases, people are afraid of the answers themselves. <laughs> what I think about this is
0: the, uh, this this actually makes a lot of sense because sure, like sure, we have grown up around content by you know, a lot of motivators rather than, you know, like reality wala type K motivators. Like realistic motivators nahi hai. like in their dreams motivators. And that just gives us like a five-second thinking, oh, I'll do this and then once the video is over, with them. So that has given us this one thing that we should not run after money. We should not run after fame or success or this or that. Yeah. Run after more, uh, you know, what do you call them, like uh, quality goals or more like what has been made into yeah. quality goals. <laughs> so, like, but the thing is see, at the end of the day what I think is first you achieve that financial freedom then you look after whatever the fuck you want to do right you want to travel yeah, the world you know seekings from some baba in uh, Himalayas you go do whatever the fuck you want but get that financial independence first and I guess that is what like that is towards which everyone is running to it's just they are too, as you said, afraid to say the answer because people are not willing to take that for an answer. That's actually a problem. <laughs> if, I, if I want to buy something, I need money for that. Like even if I want to travel, like people say, okay, you travel, gain experience, but then at the end of the day, I need money. Where will I stay? What will I do? I can't, I can just walk to you know Amsterdam. <laughs> so, that's, that's, that's actually true. Yeah. The, the type of motivation that we've gotten like from sources around us since like we were kids and everything that, that has kind of created that one situation. Those people who are giving you this bullshit yeah, motivation are doing it yeah. <laughs> Actually, businessmen we're creating business through that, people just don't get it. Yeah. They are 5 minutes satisfaction. They are also taking away crores of money. <laughs>
1: absolutely
0: that, that, that's like a whole another conversation well,
1: like I feel that that sphere also has its place you know like mm. like when you ask me what I did to get out of this rut so listening to something motivational was a yeah. part of it it's just it, it lasts for a very fleeting moment mm. but in that fleeting moment if it Prompts you to take action, it's mm-hmm. done its job, kind of, you know. So I think it also has its place, but overdoing anything again is just, again, it starts to become toxic. So now I think in the Indian context, it's, I,
0: I, even actually, in the Western really context,
1: mean. actually, across the world, it started to become very toxic. Mm-hmm. This entire
0: motivational hustling, overuse o- and abuse is something that, you know, has become a culture with everything. Like, if, if, because
1: of social media,
0: that's, that's like, like the byproduct of FOMO. Right, if if uh, <laughs> that's the byproduct of FOMO because agar hum, we look at Gary Vee, Okay, he became suddenly, he boomed like on every social media. Every kid is talking about Gary i I've been following him since he had like you know 600k followers and now he's up to like 10 million or something. I don't know, but then again, oh,
1: really? I stopped following him after a while. I was like, yeah, I got bored
0: <laughs> 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 I, I, I mean, you know, there are some people forget, but the thing is ki, as you said, you know, overuse overly unko anticipate up their life, ko hi nahi. they have their life, they have been backed by other people, they have their own stories, they have their own cultures. I massively respect these people, but you know, coming back to the point. I write my own story. Yeah, I take a little bit of inspiration for two minutes. Okay, I'm having like a fatigue from work. I cannot work anymore. I look at their video I'm like, they are doing so much. Take it in that way. They are doing so much, we can do all at all. But then don't take it like oh, this is what if he is investing in NFTs, get into NFTs. Learn, even if you don't get it, waste your money. <laughs> yeah,
1: true, true, true. And this is this is something uh, that's called the shiny object syndrome okay because Mm -hmm. and and social media has a lot of it so basically what it means is because everything on social media is like it's it's like these new shiny objects right Mm -hmm. so every time you see something you suddenly desire that thing whether it's in terms of you know somebody's success or whether it's Mm -hmm. actually a thing or whether it's like a new dress or anything that's that's attractive you mm-hmm. want it without like and it's become like a subconscious pattern for most people including myself that's why i thought i just you know reduce my social media consumption mm-hmm. so <laughs> massively i can't even begin to tell you but wait, for me it used to happen in this space. space key. I look at this content creator, I'm like, oh, wow, this is a good style to create content. You know, I can do this also. And then suddenly I'm looking at another person doing another thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is, this is also something that can be done. You know, for me, it used to happen in that sphere. But it's the same with everything. So, like, uh, for somebody who's into fashion, they'd be like, oh, new brand. I want to buy this. Mm. Outfit, oh new brand! I want to buy this outfit. For somebody who's who's listening to a lot of motivational speakers, this is what happens, you know. That अच्छा उनके जैसी life चाहिए वही करना पड़ेगा. ये नहीं पता कि उनकी life में हुआ क्या क्या है जो उनको वहाँ पहुँचाइए.
0: But <laughs> it's it's yeah. simple. कि सब अपने life का green tick दिखाता है कोई red tick नहीं दिखाता है. Simple तो
1: बात है. हाँ, I I I tried doing this. Okay, so it's not that I don't know if like if it happens with other people, but
2: mm.
1: so I I wanted to get into a space where I was very like quote-unquote, honest, okay? So, okay, I'm showing the bad things also, the good things also. But uh, then I started realizing one thing, okay? suddenly this audience influx that has happened on my account okay, in the past three, four months where people have come because of the, the content that I was posting. It's just, it's also a disservice to them because some somewhere if you're consuming content that relates to mindfulness or growing or growth, <laughs> You are already bothered by something in your own life, right? So if I was to come and pile on my problems onto people, it suddenly then, you know, it's like why, 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 why would I want to do that? So I think that that perspective is also there of wanting to not do a disservice to the audience that you have. I don't know like how true again is it for other people, but for for me, I was facing that dilemma for a bit also, you know, whether should I or should I not. Hmm. that kind of so, I don't know like I what's think, the correct answer I still don't know I, but.
0: Think, I think Google's Google's people should actually listen to this podcast listen to this one point and learn from this whenever we you know, search for a symptom don't tell us directly that you have cancer <laughs> 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 yeah, I already have problems <laughs> I'm just going there to check my symptoms That's so true. So um, probably one of the most important questions that I wanted to ask. You have been practicing mindfulness for some time now. So yeah, what's your take on mindfulness and how has it affected you in your life?
1: Okay, so sometime is like for me has been over 10 years now. Okay, So I got introduced to practicing self-awareness, mindfulness when I was still in school, to be very honest. Okay, and since so, what I wanted to say, one thing I want to say is, it hundred percent, it definitely works. But like we discussed earlier, mm-hmm. all good life take time. Okay,
0: Absolutely. so for
1: people to first understand what mindfulness is for them, and then to take action on it, is something that can in itself take time for them, you know, to get started on that journey. So I think starting with simple steps and working your way up from one thing at a time can be really really helpful because I've seen people otherwise like it's if, if you suddenly bomb it's it's like self-love right unless you know what mindfulness is um it, it's difficult to know where to start so I think picking up one thing or one practice that that puts you on 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 a journey of
0: understanding
1: why you're doing something uh, is is the way to go about it and yes it, it 100% helps it 100% helps given that you stick with it for long enough and given that, you know, you continue that journey despite the ups and downs that come along with it. Because understanding yourself, becoming self-aware is also, can be stressful at times. It can, it can make you go into places of your mind where you've not wanted to go, for example. So all of these, those things considered, if you're, if you're starting out on this journey and if you plan to carry through, it is definitely 100% helpful.
0: Amazing, amazing. Yeah, I, I, I resonated that like 100% because as we talked about it earlier, everything that's good in your life will take a lot of time, anything that you see around you, which is useful, like a light bulb, like a, you know, smartphone, like, you know, uh, the laptop that I'm talking through, or like zoom as a product, all of these things took time to build and that's why they're so useful. You cannot just Absolutely. build an entire empire as you, as, as it's very famously said that Rome was not built in a day. Uh, you know, we, we, we can really relate to all of these things that, you know, good things take a lot of time. And that's that's kind of the gist of, I'll, I'll funnel it, I'll funnel all of our discussion down to this one point. If you want to take, if you know, if you're listening to this and you, you, you're here till this point and you actually found this interesting, then the one point i'll funnel this entire conversation down to will be that good things will take time but if you do it if you do it with you know religiously if you do it with your full energy if you do it there, there might be rainy days but then someday or the other the clouds will fall apart someday or the other the sun sh- will shine
1: it's compounding uh, one point i think we can add here is yes. that it's the compounding effect of things no it's not uh, it's not just arbitrary so uh, like when we say good things take time, it's because your action, your energy has been building up to a point, to the tipping point where when it tips, it suddenly, then you're overflowing with all the good that was to come from something that you've been doing religiously for so long. So I think the compounding effect is very important.
0: Yeah, compounding is massively underrated. That's what I feel. Here. I'll, I'll thank, I, I can't thank you enough for this, for the amount of quality conversation that you've given me today. And the amount of quality that the listeners will get today. So, you know, listening to this.
1: Super glad. You are a very sweet person, Sadanshu. It was actually very, very lovely talking to you. Because to see somebody at 23, man, I, I didn't know what I was doing, to be very honest. You know, so to see somebody at 23 already starting on this journey. So, like, your thing can also be an example for so many people. Because, you know, if you're starting at 23, imagine where you'll be at 30. If, if you know, the compounding and everything taken into perspective you will I be I
0: the people that i look up to <laughs> thank you so much this was an amazing conversation i hope that this conversation brought a little value to you as well like no
1: absolutely you know i love having these discussions with people who have a similar mental bandwidth here. No, you know you it makes you realize that you're not the only person thinking like this to be very honest because when you're somebody who's creating content, especially since the whole pandemic situation has been mm-hmm. there, you're, you're isolated, right? So you're always in your head. So um, always grateful for people like you, Sethanshu, who take the initiative to, you know, start these conversations, to talk about important things. Absolutely wonderful. I love chatting with you today.
0: Thank you so much, guys, for staying this long and listening out the entire podcast episode. And I hope that you liked it. I hope that you found it helpful. I hope that you could relate to it at some places, because for me personally, this was an amazing, amazing conversation. Thank you once again for listening to this episode. And if you liked it, I would really appreciate it if you could share it amongst your friends or family or you could share it on your social media channels and whatever your thoughts are on this particular episode. You could easily let me know by commenting on any one of my social posts of uh, be Instagram, Twitter or LinkedIn. I go by the name of Sritanshu at the rate everywhere. You can also find it in the description of the of this episode. And yeah, thank you once again for staying till the end and listening to the entire episode. I hope that you have an amazing week ahead, uh, weekend ahead, actually. And uh, yeah, let's meet back on Monday with another Monday morning mindfulness episode. Till then, peace.